Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. I don't even know if this thing goes up, Tommy. Snuana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. We're always doing experiments around here. And uh, I got a new, nicer chair, but it is uh, sort of the easy rider. <laughs> so it makes me look like I have my chin on top of the desk here. You can tell if you're on SWX Montana Television watching or watching us on YouTube as well. Appreciate you being here on a Wednesday. Lots of stuff to get to today. It is Super Bowl week. So we have a fun little uh, Super Bowl segment with some thoughts on Cooper Cup from a couple guys who used to be play callers in the Big Sky, or I guess in the FCS level. They had to call plays against uh, the now Los Angeles Rams. Can I call him a superstar? He's not quite a superstar. He's definitely a rising star, though, in the NFL, former Eastern Washington Eagle. So that would be sort of an entry point to talk about the Super Bowl. We're also going to hear from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, as well as Lonel Martin, University of Montana junior swingman uh, for the Grizz basketball team. And, of course, since it's a Wednesday, it's a Wing It Wednesday. 10th anniversary style, so that'll be very fun to get to as well. Remember, here's the deal. Each Wednesday... Throughout the month of February, as we celebrate our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula, we will have 10 wings every 10 minutes, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. That's right, 10 wings every 10 minutes, courtesy of the Despo. So stay tuned for that. 888-1029. That's 888-1029. That's a number you're going to have to remember to call in to win the wings. But we'll be doing it about as close to 10 after, or I guess every 10 minutes on the dot for as long as we can. 
throughout the rest of this show and throughout each Wednesday throughout the rest of this month. So very much look forward to that. Thanks to the Desperado for being uh, the, one of the first and inaugural advertisers here on ESPN R- Radio. As we celebrate our 10th anniversary here. You want to stream the show, you want to listen to it anywhere besides the traditional radio or television, you can always go to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Or you can always watch us on YouTube as well. Um, or you can always stream the show, excuse me, all out of sorts because we have to uh, give Dave Cowan's new number here. By the way, Dave Cowan, the former general manager of Missoula Broadcasting Company, he will join us as part of our 10th anniversary schedule. We heard from Tucker Sargent last week, former co-host of this show, and uh, we also will anticipate hearing from Tommy Evans, our engineer here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, and we'll also hear, uh, hopefully, likely, from the one and only Ryan Tutel, the guy who brought me into the fold, the man who I did Tutel and Nuanas with for close to four years. He's back stateside, so... Um, he will join us once he uh, gets his stuff together here and uh, maybe, perhaps, makes his way to Montana. Nuanas now is coming to you live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. You can check out the largest inventory of trucks in the Pacific Northwest that Northwest Motorsport has to offer by visiting online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Visit there to find the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, and off-road capable SUVs. Take back control of the road with a new rig from Northwest Motorsport. Colton Nuanas here. Thanks so much for being with us. Hope you're having a great start to your week. A little atypical week with four basketball games on Monday. We got some more coming up in Missoula and in Montana uh, later on this week, both on the college and prep levels. The men's basketball teams in the Big Sky Conference are in in state this week. The women were supposed to be on the road, and they still sort of are. This is sort of weird. Like, the Montana State women are supposed to play at Portland State tomorrow night. Portland State, COVID issues in their program. So all three of Portland State's upcoming games, Thursday, Saturday, Monday, called off. But MSU was able to pivot and then reschedule a postponed game against Southern Utah. So the MSU women will instead be in Cedar City on Thursday night. Meanwhile... Lady Grizz will be at Northern Arizona, and uh, then we'll see what the rest of the schedule uh, has in order. Maybe they can get a postponed game back on the schedule with the men's hoops teams in the state this week. Uh, Northern Arizona's in Missoula on Thursday to play the Grizz. Portland State in Bozeman Thursday uh, to play the Bobcats, and then those two squads flip-flop. So once again, about 4.30, we'll hear from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, and at 5.30, we'll hear from Lionel Martin, University of Montana junior guard to preview both of those matchups. The biggest prep game of the weekend comes on Friday night, doubleheader, Dahlberg Arena. It's a crosstown. It's for the Golden Goat, Hellgate, and Sentinel. So congratulations to the Big Sky Boys. They had their first crosstown win at home since 2016. They took down the Spartans last night. The Sentinel girls eked out a win over the Big Sky girls, 52-50 to here in Missoula. So a lot of crosstown action going on. But the girls' game will be very anticipated with Sentinel surging after beating Big Sky last night. And then the Hellgate girls, number one team in Class AA, sitting there undefeated. And then the Hellgate boys, they're one of the best teams in AA as well. And they host a Spartan team that's been a little up and down, and uh, but definitely one that's going to be hungry coming off that crosstown win. But the uh, Golden Goat will be right here on ESPN Radio as well as on SWX Montana Television. So we appreciate everybody for staying tuned for that. Let's continue our 10th anniversary celebration. This is very fun. I've only been along for the ride for about half the time, so I love hearing all these origin stories. Tucker Sargent had a, a great bit to share with us last week, and now we go to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in a guy that I've actually only met one time in person, but a guy that I feel like I know uh, for a really long time because he is a part of our uh, storytelling and a part of our memories here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, former Missoula Broadcasting General Manager and a a founding father here of, of ESPN Radio here in Missoula, Dave Cowan. Dave, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for making some time in your schedule. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great, Coulter. Great to hear from you. And, and you know, I think we probably crossed paths uh, in Bozeman without even meeting years ago as well. So we, we probably go back even further. But, yeah, just once face-to-face. 
So funny, I know I was looking through some old pictures to use uh, for our promotion on social media, and I actually found a picture of you from the Montana State press box with Dean Alexander, Dan Davies, and a couple other uh, former broadcasters, or I guess in, in certain cases in Dan Davies' case, uh, current broadcasters. So we do have a lot of crossover. So start there. Start sort of with your origin story in Montana, because I know that uh, you were in Bozeman for a while. I'm, I'm sure we probably did cross paths once upon a time uh, there when I was there, because I was there for about eight years as well. But then tell us just about sort of that, and then coming to Missoula and uh, starting to build up first the trail and then the rest of Missoula Broadcasting Company. Yeah, you know, I had uh, my dad was from Bozeman and went to Montana State, and uh, it was a place always in the back of my mind when I was doing radio back east, and I was fortunate enough to get a job back, uh, to get a job in Bozeman in the early 90s. And, and probably for our tale, the, the most important thing and the, the most truly one of the most fun things was when we uh, managed to get the Montana State uh, sports broadcasting rights away from the, the longtime rights holder. And uh, that corresponded with, uh, I'm sorry, Missoula, with the, the, the year that the, the streak was finally broken. So the year that we finally got to broadcast Bobcat football and, and give Dean Alexander a, a nice pat on the back on the way out was the year that that uh, streak uh, was broken and the Bobcats finally beat the Grizzlies. And uh, so I hung out in Bozeman for a couple more years and had the chance to uh, go to Missoula and, and start the trail, uh, which is still in, in you guys' building. And then... Uh, you know, I was shocked as as probably a lot of people were when I got the little Facebook reminder. It's been 10 years since ESPN signed on on the ESPN FM in Missoula, and I'm like, wow, 10 years ago we did that. So it is sort of crazy to think about. I joined up in August of 2017, um, but it's definitely been um, sort of a groundbreaking venture because I think the ESPN has such an unbreakable brand name when it comes to sports and sports broadcasting. So that in itself is nothing groundbreaking. In fact, having an ESPN affiliate uh, seems pretty corollary. Yet there's been a pretty uphill battle when it comes to doing talk radio when it comes to sports in Montana. So when you first started this thing, Dave, what did you? What what was some of the challenges you guys first experienced, and and what gave you the belief that it could uh, occur and, and and maybe be more long lasting than a lot of uh, similar applicable uh, competitors that existed beforehand? Well, I'm going to take all the credit away from myself. I mean, there weren't a ton of of challenges in terms of technically of, of starting it up, and and I'm not sure if you even remember there was a an AM ESPN affiliate in Missoula. Sure. It went away maybe a year or two before. So it was just nice to get the FM on the air to where everybody could hear it. You could finally hear it in the Bitterroot, uh, you know, on commercial radio. Um, but even I had my doubts about a, a, a local talk show getting traction. And so I can't really claim credit for it. It's something we talked about but didn't really happen until after I left. And, and I give, uh, you know, the uh, folks like uh, Tucker and Ryan and Tommy and, and, and Becky, of course, uh, a lot of credit for believing that you could do uh, take a little break from the national programming and uh, do a local sports talk in Montana. And you guys have proven that it's, uh, you know, it's not necessarily easy to do, but it certainly can be rewarding and successful. It's been Missoula 10 years old this month. Thanks so much for tuning in to on is now ESPN Radio. Dave Cowan, former general manager at Missoula Broadcasting Company and one of the guys that uh, – First was on the ground floor we, when uh, ESPN Missoula first started. He's on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line with us here uh, on Nuanas now. Stay tuned because just in a few minutes, we'll do our first of many wing giveaways. Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, kind enough to help us ce- celebrate our 10th anniversary by giving 10 wings every 10 minutes each Wednesday throughout the month of February. It's Wing It Wednesday, superhero style. Appreciate Brian, the king of wings, and all the people down at the Despo for being a part of our celebration. And Dave... I've heard this story many times, and as you know, this place is hilarious. All the characters that work here, you, know, you mentioned Robert Chase, and then, of course, you know our, our owner, Becky, and everybody else that's been around radio for so many years. And so it's very fun and very funny to hear the stories of everybody. But I've heard this story um, secondhand many times. But Ryan Tutel is one of my great friends and the guy who sort of brought me into the fold here uh, at ESPN Radio. But what was your impression when Ryan was first advocating and uh, in some ways that this story is told, maybe even begging you to let him get on the mic just once a week on ESPN Radio? You know, I, 
like a, a minute ago, I, I kind of pushed away the credit for getting some local talk, but I thought Ryan, I, I'd like to think I recognize his talent right away. I'd, I'd like to think so. Maybe he has a different view of it. Um, but uh, I thought he would, he would be a guy, if anybody could pull it off, to uh, get local talk radio going. So I'm not sure I'm thinking of the same story he was. It didn't happen on my watch. Uh, you know, Becky and, and you guys uh, uh, that were there made it happen. Um, but uh, I remember just getting Ryan in the building. Uh, I had to talk him up a little bit. And, uh, you know, he did some play-by-play for us and did a really good job. And, and uh, you know, I think uh, Ryan's the kind of guy, once you meet him and, and once you see what he brings to the table, that, you know, you're, you're just like, I'm going to get out of the way and let this guy do whatever he wants. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, you guys, you mentioned doing some of the live broadcasting stuff. There's a distinct engineering challenge to that as well, and I've always found that element fascinating because I have no engineering background. I just know how to write and then know how to read whatever I wrote down on the piece of paper. So I have no technical acumen here whatsoever, but it is sort of uh, ominous and sometimes a steep learning curve when you're learning how to broadcast live events, right? So just take, take people through that. Uh, just some of the stuff you guys were doing early on in terms of calling some high school games and things like that and what, what that was like to try to actually just get on the radio machine. Yeah, I mean, it can be it can be frustrating. It, it, you know, back a long time ago, if you did a live broadcast anywhere, you had to call the phone company ahead of time back in the day, and they'd hardwire in a line if there wasn't already an existing line in the press box. And as technology got a little bit, you know, further and further, you didn't need that line. You could do it, you know, with a cell phone or with some sort of interface with your equipment and a, and a cell phone. And we would go to these places. You know, we did a lot of Loyola broadcasts uh, back uh, when we first started. And you'd go to a place and you'd set up all your equipment and uh, you would turn it on and test it and it would work. And then what would happen is in that hour after you set your equipment up, all the fans would come in and they'd turn their cell phones on and they'd be taking pictures and texting and everything. And you'd go to actually get your game on the air and all of a sudden the uh, cell circuits were overloaded. I mean, I, I remember driving all the way to Fairfield for a game once wow. uh, for a Loyola football game, getting there, setting everything up, and it was all working perfectly. Uh, the same thing happened in Eureka. And then once the crowd comes and everybody uses their devices, I mean, you can't get your signal through and you're kind of left with egg on your face. I think we managed to get both the, well, the, uh, the Fairfield game was eventually uh, thundered and lightninged out, but we did have a backup there, and I know we got the Eureka game on. But those things that you think you're all set, and then when it's finally ready to go, you're not there. It's been so fascinating to me, too, as somebody that started my, my, my media career in newspapers, to watch the way that media has evolved. And in a lot of ways, it's disheartening the way that some of the traditional medias have evolved and, and sort of dissipated in their importance and or consumption uh, compared to now sort of their quote-unquote new age peers. But one thing that I've learned and been reinforced so heavily is uh, just the power of audio, the power of the broadcast word, whether it is on live radio or on radio in general or archive radio in the form of a podcast. Um, but I know that you've been out of this for a little while, David. What do you think of just the state of radio and sort of the way that it's evolved? Because it seems like it's the one traditional media that uh, remains pretty darn strong, pretty darn solidified in the public consciousness. I think so. I mean, I, I think it's tougher if you're doing music radio these days, but I think if you have uh, something that's unique to your market that you can't get anywhere else, be it a play-by-play broadcast or a, a talk show, uh, that's talking about your local team and people that you know, athletes that you know, people you go to school with, or your kids, or you know your neighbor kids. Um, that's powerful, and I think that's that's always going to be a place for that. You know, some of the music radio uh, is a little more dicey, but uh, when you can uh, tell stories that are close to home and highlight people that uh, people know of and have heard of and like to come out to, uh, you know, Dahlberg Arena or wherever or Washington Grizzly and, and watch them play, uh, you've got a real advantage there. And then when you, you know, get talented people to tell those stories, uh, you've got a product that people are, are, are going to, you know, be uh, interested in, in uh, listening to and, and supporting and supporting the advertisers. Dave Cowan joining us. Former general manager here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. It's part of our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Radio telling you some origin stories from the 10 years that we've been on the air here on 102.9 FM ESPN Missoula. And it actually was a different frequency to start, right? They didn't start at 97.5, is that right? You are correct. Yeah, this is just from our good friend, our good mutual friend, Tommy Evans, who, by the way, he said to tell you hi. And uh, 
to, to, uh, but I, I got to ask you the last question about the radio thing before I want to pick your brain just about some sports stuff. Uh, do you have any good stories from here in Missoula Broadcasting? Because I feel like I know you through the stories people tell about you. So well, do you have any good memories here or, or anything to share with us? Yeah, I'm afraid all those stories people tell you about me or probably about me losing my temper or, or colorful uh, things that I, I'd probably be embarrassed about now. I mean, there are... There are just so many great stories, um, and especially at, you know, Missoula Broadcasting Company, and it, it's, uh, you know, what came before uh, Missoula Broadcasting, whether it was Mount Sentinel Broadcasting or the Montana Broadcasting Company, but, um, you know, I still remember coming to Missoula, and we put, even before ESPN, we put three radio stations on brand new from scratch, which, to my knowledge, had never been done before, and no one's been dumb enough to do it since. Uh, you know, most of the new radio stations that came on the air were just added to existing clusters of stations or were added to the building or somebody just opened up a broom closet, put a computer in there and made a new radio station. But, uh, you know, back in 2005, we put three brand new FM stations on the air from scratch um, in a new building and a new facility with all new equipment. And, um, you know, that probably was one of the most fun and most memorable uh, things of, of my career to uh, pull that off over the course of the summertime and, you know, sign one station on in June and one on in July and one on in August. Well, let's talk some sports because we uh, had a, a front desk uh, girl here for a couple years that was actually from Blacksburg, Virginia, and I hear that you're a Virginia Tech fan. She gifted me before she left with a book signed by Frank Beamer. So that's very cool. Uh, one of my mementos, I don't really have any sort of connection to Virginia Tech, but I always loved uh, the Hokies growing up just because it was the sort of the height of Virginia Tech football with Michael Vick and all that when I was uh, a teenager and in high school and things like that. But uh, first of all, give people an update where you're at in the world and, and with where you're at, how do you get your sports fixed? What sort of things are, are captivating Dave Cowan these days in the sports world? Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a Mariners fan, probably first and foremost. So I'm a little nervous. You know, the the whole strike thing is is you know risking my joy. I don't want that um, uh, because uh, the Mariners are looking to kind of turn a corner and, and uh, should be pretty darn interesting for the foreseeable near future as long as we're we're playing games. Um, so. I look forward to that, assuming it happens. And, uh, you know, I just watched a Virginia Tech basketball game Monday uh, evening here. Uh, finally got the ACC network on my uh, cable system after I think uh, Xfinity was like the last to add it. So I can watch all those hokey things now. And it's it's one thing I haven't lost my taste for is uh, hokey sports. It was the first, uh, first sports I ever did on the radio. The very first thing I ever did was uh, Virginia Tech baseball play-by-play back when they let the student station do it before they uh, you know the professionals took it away from us and, and took it over so back in the 80s you know i was out there doing a very poor job of uh, virginia tech baseball play-by-play back when they were ranked and uh, you made me smile with that uh, hokey reference Coulter, for sure Gotta love it. Dave Cowan, former general manager here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, part of our Origin Stories series for our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. Dave, really appreciate you hopping on. Thanks so much for being here, man, and uh, be well. Hopefully hopefully our paths cross soon. Thanks, Colder. Congratulations on uh, your award, and that's a team award. Everybody there deserves it, and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks so much. Dave Cowan. One of the best in the biz, bringing it back here on ESPN Missoula. It's our 10th anniversary. How about some wings? You want some? We got some. 10 wings every 10 minutes every Wednesday throughout the month of February to celebrate our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. Call us right now. We're just going to go first caller, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. We got 10 wings for you as part of our 10th anniversary, courtesy of the Desperado. Sports Tavern and Grill. Nuanas now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Let's have a little history lesson. Danny Sprinkle coming up here in about 10 minutes. But I've been going through the uh, this awesome book I have. It's it's the greatest sports heroes. But this was this came out in 1954. So very interesting. Uh, all the people I know in this book and all the people I don't know in this book as well. Today's history lesson from this almost 70-year-old book is all about Don Budge. The redheaded comet of the courts is what they call him. In 1937, 
Don Budge reached his peak. He had not lost a single match that year and crowned his achievements by leading the United States in the recapture of the Davis Cup, a coveted symbol of world supremacy. This was back when tennis and the Davis Cup were very, very important. And uh, so Don Budge, most well-known for his Davis Cup exploits back in the 1930s. Very interesting. I also went all the way down the rabbit hole last night reading about Babe Ruth because Andrew Houghton, our producer, and my roommate also, uh, we were talking about the greatest baseball players of all time. And he asked me, and I said, you know, I probably got my Mount Rushmore set at Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, Willie Mays, and uh, I can't remember who I threw in there as my my fourth one, but I didn't have any contemporary guys. I did say that Barry Bonds would probably be right there as well. Uh, but man, Babe Ruth, what a crazy life, what a crazy character, what a what a myth among men. How about one more? A little history lesson before we take a break. Danny Sprinkle coming up about seven minutes. Dick Button, his... Uh, nickname Poetry on Ice. So uh, Dick Button was a uh, Olympic skier. Um, he was most famous during his teen year years, so he was sort of a, a upstart. And uh, this was all taking place uh, in the 1920s. So, so funny. When this book came out, these stars and heroes were... Uh, only a couple decades in the past. And now here we are seven decades clear of that. So we're talking about stuff that was happening close to 100 years ago, which is quite striking. But uh, a fun book, and we'll continue to go through it just just for some knowledge. You know, why not? Why not learn a little bit each and every day, which we try to do. We try to learn with you and teach you here on ESPN Radio. Montana State has learned how to win in recent weeks. The Bobcats, the hottest team in the Big Sky Conference. MSU's men have won nine in a row and 14 in the last 15. It's one of their best starts in the last 20 years. Danny Sprinkle joins us once a week, the Montana State Minute, with the head coach of the MSU men's basketball team. Up next, keep it right here, ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The thrills kept coming this week out of the Billings Metro as two of Class B's most exciting teams squared off for the second time in a week. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Over the last two weeks, Lodgegrass and Lame Deer have taken the prep hoops world around Montana by storm. First, Lodgegrass senior Damon Grovant broke Native American legend Elvis Old Bull's career scoring record by pouring in 71 points, setting an all-class single-game record in the process. Then Lodgegrass outlasted Lame Deer at the Billings Metro in an instant classic between the two top teams in Class B last week. Over the weekend, Lame Deer Journey Emerson one up Grovant, pouring in 82 points in a lopsided victory. And on Tuesday night, in the second matchup of the regular season between the rivals, in front of a near sellout crowd at the Metra, Lame Deer emerged with a thrilling 75 73 win thanks to Gerald Highwalker's layup with 1.8 seconds left to end a chaotic sequence that included multiple turnovers in the game's final minute. Lame Deer's victory avenged last week's loss and gives Lodgrass its first defeat of the season, having a 20 game winning streak by the two time defending Class B champs. Here in Missoula, and Crosstown Hoops. Big Sky Boys topped Sentinel 55-37 for their first Crosstown home win since 2016 and their first overall Crosstown win since 2020. In the girls' game, Sentinel gutted out a 52-50 win at Big Sky. Spartans play Hellgate in a Crosstown doubleheader at Dahlberg Arena Friday night. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Takes a lot of courage to release an album that's just called the Blue Album. That's your first album. What's it about? What's your theme? Let the music speak for itself. A little Weezer for you here on a Tuesday. 
It's not even a Tuesday. It's a Wednesday. I'm so all over the place today. I don't even know what's going on. It's because I had coffee early instead of late. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'm going to get some Joe while we listen to Danny Sprinkle. Montana State men's basketball coach coming up here in just a minute, part of our Montana State Minute. How about, though, since it is a Wednesday, it's our super electrified Wing It Wednesday each and every Wednesday throughout February. We'll be giving you 10 wings every 10 minutes. Courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We got some catch up to do, so let's do it right now. 888 Call us. Call our number one. We got 10 wings of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you as part of our 10th anniversary celebration for ESPN Missoula. And how about texter number one as well? 888 406 888 We got a caller and a texter. The first one of each, we got 10 wings of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Stay tuned for after this interview as well. We'll have more wings coming at you. The Montana State Minute is presented in part by Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. Jake Dubeck knows people, and because of his gift of getting to know anyone he crosses paths with, Dubeck understands what makes people Montana so great, the Montanans. Whether you're looking to buy or sell in the world of real estate in the Helena area, Jake Dubeck should be your first call. You can call Jake today at 406-465-5506. That's 465-5506. Jake Dubeck, a proud Montanan and proud to sponsor the Montana State Minute. Well, happy now for the weekly edition of the Montana State Minute here on Nuanez Now. Danny Sprinkle, head coach for the Montana State men's basketball team, joining us. And his team coming off yet another victory, 72-54 in Pocatello, Idaho, over Idaho State on Monday. And Montana State now, nine in a row, 14 of their last 15. So, Coach, I know that uh, you as a coach are always going to want more from your team, but riding this winning streak and, and riding as high as you guys have been since the turn of the new year, uh, it's pretty cool to watch, pretty fun for you guys. So how, how have you thought your team's handled it, and uh, how's, it been able to, how's it been able to happen? How have you guys been able to put it together? It's been great. You know, I think the one good thing about our team and having, you know, some mature veterans is, you know, they – they know to take it one game at a time. They know that in this league this year, any team can beat you on any given night. And, uh, you know, and our guys really respect everybody in this league and all the players. And, you know, I, th- I think that's been, you know, critical for us, you know, and not, you know, staying in the present, you know, not getting too far ahead of ourselves. And just like now, okay, today we're going to focus on Portland State. And tomorrow we're going to focus on Portland State. And then we're going to play Portland State. And then we'll worry about Friday when Friday comes. There's so many styles in this league, and so then dictating the style that your team plays, uh, whatever team you are, it seems like that's a key factor. So your team, though, seems like it can play multiple styles. So how does that dynamic work? Yeah, no, and, and we work on that a lot in practice. I mean, obviously, from a defensive standpoint, you you know, you kind of are who you are culturally. Right. You know, I mean, you look at, you know, Portland State guards completely different than we do. You know, Montana is, is similar to how we guard. You know, and so, you know, you just have to kind of find your philosophy defensively. That, that pretty much is set in stone. And then offensively, you know, I, I do think we can play we can play multiple style. We can play really fast if you want to play fast. You know, we can, if teams want to zone us, great. You know, we, we, we got a good zone team. We, if we want to play big, we can play big. And uh, I think that's, you know, it's, it's, it's been, you know, very helpful and, and, and helped us in conference. As you're here in your third year as a head coach, where does some of your defensive philosophies come from? How do you, how have you been able to hone those and, and sort of just lock in on what you want that identity to be on that side of the ball? You know, I mean, I learned a lot from Coach Braswell at Northridge because he was just a defensive coach. Now, we played a lot like Portland State. You know, we pressed and we did that. Now, I just, with with kind of the athletes we have here at Montana State, we can't play like that right now. You know, and so I learned a lot from, you know, Deidre Taylor at Fullerton, learning how to, you know, play in gaps, you know, make teams make shots over you, chesting up, being physical. And, you know, that's, it's really helped us, you know, in the three years. You know, it wasn't exactly a defensive program before we got here. And in our three years, you know, for us to have a chance to win, we, we have to be able to guard in this league. No doubt about it. Danny Sprinkle joining us, Montana State men's basketball coach. His team coming off another victory Monday against Idaho State. And just take us through the run because it was a good one. No game on Thursday, but then you went to Weber and had a resounding victory. What would you like about your mentality and your team in that one? And how are you guys able to go down to Weber and post a 21-point margin of victory? Mentally, we're, our mindset was to, to go guard them. You have no chance of beating Weber if you can't guard them. You know, they're, they're too talented offensively. You know, and then obviously offensively, we played well. You know, it was one of the first games that we had four or five guys really getting in double figures, you know, since early in the season. And uh, so that, that was great to see. And, you know, our guys really shared the basketball, and they're, you know, they're buying in on the defensive end, which you have to do against some really good teams. Just in terms of this, the coalescing of your roster, 
you return a lot of veteran guys, but it seems like they have been able to bring a lot of the other guys along. Guys like Nick Gazalis, who's really playing well right now. Raekwon Battle really giving you guys a huge boost off the bench as well. So what do you get that into sort of the coalescing of those two factors and the fact that uh, some of the more veteran guys in the league seem to be bringing some of the other guys along? You know, I think, you know, our motto, you know, Ubuntu, you know, it, it's big, and we talk about it every single day. We break every huddle with it. You know, my success is your success. Our guys aren't into how many points they're scoring, you know. Like, we really don't. You know, for having some pretty talented offensive players, you know, like Xavier last night, he was in an unbelievable mood after the game because we won. You know, I don't know. He maybe had six or eight points. He, he played a great game, you know, especially defensively. He doesn't care, you know, and he's a scorer. Like, that's his mentality. But he's all bought into winning. And, you know, it, it permeates throughout the team. And, you know, even when Raekwon was figuring things out early in the year, our veteran guys were bringing him along, keeping him confident, because we knew how talented he was. We see it all the time in practice. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's really fun for them to, you know, share in, in each other's success. Ubuntu is something that we've written about at Skyline Sports, and you and I have talked about it on the Big Set Breakdown, but we never actually talked about it here on Nuanez now. By the way, it's ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. So tell people about that because that's sort of been your guys' mantra, um, not just on social media, but actually just the way that you guys are operating as a team for the last couple of years. So where does that come from, and sort of what's the meaning behind it? came from, you know, obviously the Boston Celtics were the first ones that kind of, I was aware of it, used it, you know, back in like 2007, 2008. And then we incorporated it at Fullerton. You know, we had a really talented team that was, you know, we, we were a little bit selfish and we kind of used that to bring everybody together and to buy into it. And they did. And we, uh, we ended up winning the championship that year. And I just always knew from that point on, whenever I ran my own program, that that's what I was going to be focused on. And especially in a game like basketball, you, you can't do it by yourself. You know, I tell our guys all the time, okay, I don't care how good LeBron James is. If he was playing one-on-five, if he takes the ball out of bounds, who's he, who's he going to inbound the ball to? You can't. Okay? So you can't beat anybody by yourself. And so you have to have other guys. You have to share in their success. You need guys to set screens for you. You need, you know, our guards need Jabril because he's a force in the paint. Jabril needs our guards to make shots so teams can't double team and triple team. And so, you know, they really bought into it. And it's not just on the court. You know, I, I want our guys to have that philosophy off the court. You know, being unselfish and you know helping others, helping the community. You know, not making it about themselves. We're now into the second half of Big Sky Conference play, and you guys have had a couple games now where you've already played the opponent once and now played them twice. What's that dynamic like? What changes when you're playing a team for the second time around, particularly when you got a team like Portland State, Northern Arizona, coming to town for round two uh, this weekend in Bozeman? I mean, I love it just because, you know, you always try to expect something different. You know, you break down the game when you played them first, see what you did well, what you didn't do well, you know, maybe some ways that they may have exploited you or tried to take advantage of you uh, offensively and defensively. And, you know, how are you going to combat that? You know, so I, I always, I really enjoy that part of the strategy. You know, teams do get, you know, it does get chippier the second time around, you know, because you never know what happened in the game the first time or, or whatnot. But, you know, that's that's every conference, you know, and that's just competitiveness and, and uh you know, but that, like I said, this league, this league is awesome because of that. You know, there's so many really good players, especially this year with the COVID, you know, seniors coming back and, and just the different styles. I mean, it's it's awesome. On that note, then Portland State, a whole bunch of new guys on their squad, but they seem like they are clicking lately four in a row for the Vikings as they come to Bozeman Thursday night from Worthington Arena. Uh, what's the initial scout on, on uh, Portland State? Why have they been playing so much better than uh, the first round uh, through conference play? Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they're aggressive, they're fast, they're athletic. You know, I said it even before we played them before. You know, they didn't have a, you know, they hadn't been winning as many games before we, you know, when we played them last. But, like, their talent and their, their guard, their, their guards and ability to score is as good as anybody in the league. You know, when you look 1 through 13, they have, if not better, you know, as anybody in the league. And so they got multiple guys that can score. Their guards are playing really well. You know, Khalid Thomas has had a really good year. You know, they're winning games without the, you know, James John Marie, you know, who's one of the most talented bigs in the league the last two games. And so, you know, we definitely got our work cut out for us. They're playing with a lot of confidence and swag. And, you know, the one thing when you play them, you have to take care of the basketball. If you don't and you feed into their, their style and let them get some easy baskets, you're going to be in for a long night. No doubt about it. Dave Sprinkles joining us, Montana State head men's basketball coach here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. And, Coach, last question for you. Uh, the the world at large, the Big Sky Conference, all of it, everybody's tweeting and talking all about Montana State, how hot you guys are. Does that come with an element of, of pressure or distraction, or, or, or is it just uh, business as usual for you guys? No, I mean, I'm sure, you know, 
every kid's on social media, you know, every kid in the conference is looking at it. You know, it's, it is what it is. You know, our guys, you know, we, you know, we even talked about it last night. Like there's nothing more important than the next game. And once you win that, once you win, then it just makes the next game bigger, you know, and, and our guys have earned that opportunity by what they've done this year to make the next game bigger. You know, and I hope everybody comes out to brick breeding on, you know, Thursday night because we, we need to get this place packed. And, uh, you know, these, these guys deserve it, and it, it, we need to have a home court advantage. But I don't think our guys are buying into, you know, buying into the hype. They they know, and trust me, I, I keep them level-headed, you know. After every win, we, we go through the film, and, and we show the things that we need to improve on to uh, to be a championship-level team. Well, absolutely. Well, last thing for you, real last thing for you, Super Bowl Sunday on Sunday. So do you have a, a horse in the race? Do you got a dog in this fight? You know, probably just, you know, from my time in L.A., I'd love to see the Rams. For sure. You know, I'd love to see the Rams win it. You know, I still haven't been to that stadium, but it looks unbelievable. And uh, Sanat, yeah, probably the Rams. And it's a West Coast team. Well, that stadium, I mean, shoot, I think you could just move there. I think we all could live there. The whole, the whole state of Montana could live in that stadium. $6 billion. Pretty good facility. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind having a place down there. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. Dave Sprinkle joins us each week here on New Eyes. Now, Coach, appreciate it. Best of luck this week. Thanks for being here. Well, it's now ESPN Radio. Thanks to Danny Sprinkle. Montana State Minute presented by J&V Restaurant Supply as well as Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. How about some more wings? We got 10 wings every 10 minutes every Wednesday show throughout this month of February to celebrate our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. One of the parts I love about doing this in a, in a small town that I grew up in, a lot of times I know a lot of you out there uh, that are winners. And just so you know, the only rule is you can only win uh, once every 90 days. And once if you do win, you, you got to pick your prize up within 30 days. But it's okay if you know me. I mean, we are still living in Montana. We all know each other pretty well. Uh, but one of, my, one of our winners, congratulations to, to Coach Owens, Brad Owens, our uh, uh, a longtime basketball coach at, at Missoula Big Sky. He was my coach um, freshman and sophomore year there at Big Sky and, and grew up with his oldest boy, and uh, so good seeing Coach Owens, and uh, love when it's cool too. He won the wings and just came right here because he was out running some errands, going to Home Depot. We're right there out here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, so he was able to swing by get the wings. How about some more wings? Maybe you're in the neighborhood, maybe you're not. Either way, we got them for you. Ten wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Let's do two more. Call caller number one eight 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 one zero two nine four zero six eight 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 one zero two nine. Call us, call number one. We got 10 wings for you. And texter number one, 888 That's 888-1029. Two more. 10 packs of wings for the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, the best wings in, in, in the city of Missoula. How about a Grizz going pro? Not football. Nope. Not basketball. Nope. Soccer. Andrew Houghton has more. Footy 15. An update on the local soccer scene coming up next. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio. Slightly before their time, I know that a lot of people of a certain age associate this song with Napoleon Dynamite, but uh, this is Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai was uh, a pretty transcendent dance, pop, almost hip-hop-ish band uh, from, I believe, the United Kingdom. They had a couple crazy music videos, and I don't know what happened to them. I don't know if they stayed famous or, I don't know, they sort of fell off the map, at least in my map. But I love this stuff, man. What great music. Thanks for hanging out with us here on ESPN Radio. It's Nuanas Now, 102.9 FM, or maybe you're watching SWX Montana, 
television. Maybe you're on the YouTube. Maybe you're streaming the show. However you're consuming the show, appreciate it. Miss anything in the show, you can always find it on the podcast as well. It is our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula, and to celebrate our 10th anniversary, each Wednesday we're giving away 10 wings every 10 minutes for the duration of this show, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Dance with the one that brought you. That's my old man, used to always say. And uh, they were the first one to bring us to the party. Our inaugural and uh, most longstanding advertiser here at ESPN Missoula. Love the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. It's a great place to go kick it. I've been getting some wings uh, and then on Sundays and then taking them up to share with my nephews. It's been a great little uh, routine that we got into towards the stretch run of football season here. But all, sport, all sorts of sports on the horizon. The Olympics is going on right now. You got hockey. NBA, I'm starting to really get interested in that as well. Some crazy trades yesterday, which, by the way, we might get into uh, in the second hour. But no matter what sport you're interested in, Desperado will have it on for you, and they also have the best wings anywhere in the city of Missoula. You want some of those wings? Last one for this hour, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text that number, 406-888-1029. Text that number. We got 10 wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. A couple times a month around here, we like to highlight some of the best stories from the local or national or international soccer scene. Our footy 15, an excerpt from the Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast, which is the brainchild of our producer, Andrew Houghton. And uh, Andrew, I'll let you set this one up, this week's footy 15. What's going on? I know that we have a couple of former University of Montana soccer players that uh, now... Their pro aspirations are turning into pro opportunities, but what we got this week? Something really cool this week, Coulter, and something that I'm really excited I was able to do because because these two girls are leaving for Iceland in 10 days. So Caitlin Rogers and Mimi Iden, two former Montana Grizzlies players, recently signed pro contracts for the same pro team in Iceland, Grindavik, which is... Well, I'll let them explain it a little bit more, but it's a town in a small fishing village on the southern coast of Iceland opportunity came together really quickly for them and they're headed out there at the end of the month so i caught up with them before they left very cool little complete side note tidbit when i was watching the opening ceremonies and uh on my own educational opus i realized when they announced iceland iceland despite its neighbors never won a medal in the winter olympics i thought that was funny that's irony in itself but let's hear from uh some former grizz now head of the pros across the pond really really excited for this episode came together super quickly but i'm joined by two recently minted professional soccer players from the montana grizzlies soccer team i've got caitlin rogers former big sky defender of the year with me here in the studio mimi Iden, uh transfer forward from north dakota who played one year at montana joining us on the phone lines thanks to you both for for being here first of all i'm, I'm glad i was able to get you both in here at once of course. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Caitlin and Mimi recently signed professional contracts with, I hope I'm saying this right, Grindavik in Iceland, yes. uh, which is very cool. They're both heading over to Iceland to play for the same professional team. What an opportunity. First off, I guess, what was the what was the feeling when you got that done and, and finalized and knew where you would be going? Um, it honestly happens like super fast. Um, they offered me my contract, I think on like a Wednesday or Thursday, and they were already expecting a response by that next Monday. So it all happens like really fast. So I had to make up my mind like pretty quickly within like a couple of days. And Mimi, what was it like for you? I mean, just signing a professional contract and, and taking that next step. Uh, it was really like exciting. Um, I know like you, you see people you know, some of my friends or, like, if anyone, like, sign, just have to remember that, like, it's a big process, like, even, like, getting an agent that, like, you can trust and, like, just, like, being patient with the process while also uh, making sure that, like, you're doing everything you can to, like, prepare yourself for whenever that could be. So, like, you don't know when you're going to get signed, so you need to be, like, grinding, like, every day and just at your giving it like your 100 percent but as soon as that time does come it's an exciting feeling because like um any like little girl like has dreamed 
of playing, you know, professionally. And so seeing, especially me, and seeing that, like, come into reality was, like, a true blessing. No doubt. And you were a year out of college by this point. I mean, how did how do you stay ready, you know, while you're just waiting waiting for the right opportunity to pop up? Honestly, like, I train, like, three times a day. Like, yes, it's difficult because, you know, like, waiting and just being like, I'm not sure, like, uh, you know, like, what's next? Or I know, like, I wanted to play. And so when I got, like, the call-up to my national team in the spring, I knew that that was something, like, I needed to prepare myself for. And so through that, like, you know, making sure, like, I'm eating well and, like, training at least, like, three times a day. Um, and then after, after like, my call-up, after I went to go play in the Africa Cup of Nations, I was like, okay, next step, you know, is, like, getting an agent. And through that, like, just keep pushing. Like, as hard as it may seem and, like, just thinking why, you know, like, it's not your timing, like, it's God's timing at the end of the day. And so I just, like, I don't know, continued to um, do everything I can to get myself prepared while I wait. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about that, Mimi, because that was the other milestone that you hit in the past year playing for Liberia, the, the your country of birth. How did that all come together, and what was that experience like? Um, so where did it start? It started, like... Oh, so, like, they have, like, scouts, and so um, they have been, you know, like, scouting around, like, um, America, like, Liberian, like, players, and so I've been scouted, like, my sophomore year of college, and then it came into reality this spring when, like, it was, like, reached out and, like, the off, you know, like, they um, called me up, um, definitely like a different process just because um like it's a different country um but again that's where I'm from but it was like it was really fun <laughs> it was fun to go you know like it was kind of like foreign in a way because I left or at least I came to America when I was six years old so just like going back and um you know, like the flashbacks of like, you know, memory um, from everything was really cool. Um, the style of play was different, but like um, culturally, it was really cool to just like dive into like, um, just like where I'm from, you know? So it was fun. Of course, when, when you say the style of play is different, what do you mean? Just... I would say when it comes to, like, soccer in America, it's more, like, fast, like, athletic. Like, we're looking for athletic, like, um, athletic, strong, fast, like, players, which is, like, the same in Liberia, but not as much. It's more, like, technical, I would say, and more, um... Like, the girls are strong. Uh, but I would just say it's more technical rather than, like, you know, where it's, like, fast and athletic girls in America, if that makes sense. For sure. Talking here with former Montana Grizzlies players Mimi Iden and Caitlin Rogers, who recently signed professional contracts with Grindavik in Iceland. Caitlin, what did you know about Iceland before this all went down? Um, I honestly didn't know anything about Iceland. I actually haven't been out of the country before, so this is definitely going to be like a big move for me. Um, it is really nice that Grindavik is like right close to Reykjavik, which is like the capital. Um, just because when I did look into Grindavik, once I like did like have this offer like become in front of me was how small it was. Like it's only like a couple thousand people for like the town, which is probably going to be the smallest place I've ever lived. Just because I am from Southern California, so like my like graduating like high school class was over like 600 so it's like I've just been used to like I guess like bigger cities so it's definitely be a big change but I'm very excited for like the small town no doubt I was I was looking into it and it's like it's like a fishing town and that's yeah. what it is and there's like 3,000 people there are you just 
Is that something you're looking forward to, just to have the chance to, to focus on soccer, or, or is that going to be a bit of a transition? Um, I think it'll be really nice just because I feel like everyone in that, like when it only is like 3,000 people, like everyone knows everyone. So I feel like it'll be nice to be in like that type of like tight-knit like community vibe where everyone just kind of knows everyone and like supports everyone and like all the different sports because for Grand they also have like a basketball team. So I feel like just having all the sports like connected and uh, like mingling and like just getting to know each other will be really cool. You mentioned that, you know, they put the contract offer in front of you on Wednesday or Thursday. You had to decide by Monday they wanted to hear back. Was it a difficult process? to sort of decide that that was what you wanted to do? Um, no, like, I've definitely always wanted to play overseas and so then, like, in Iceland, like, is really cool. Like, it shouldn't be, like, a huge transition just because, like, from researching, like, 98% of, like, the population speaks English. So it's, like, going to be an easier transition than, like, going somewhere where it's, like, no English is spoken at all where I might have to have, like, a translator with me. Um, like, I practice and stuff like that. Um, but it will be very nice um, just because, like, now I have everything taken care of because at first, like, I have a dog that lives with me here in, like, Missoula, so it's more of, like, who can take care of her? Can I find someone to, like, sublease my room for the next couple months because, like, my contract isn't up yet for, like, my house? And just being able to, like, take all my stuff back to California, it was more of, like, can I make this happen in the next, like, few days? Um, because they originally wanted me there February 1st and 10th. Oh, wow. And I was, like... I can't do that. Like, I definitely need, like, a little bit more time. Um, and so then they were able to push back my start date till the 20th. And so then because they were able to push it back, that made it a lot more um, able for me to, like, be able to make this transition. Definitely, like, typical Missoula problems, figuring out somebody to sublease and yeah. take care of the dog. But you got everything all figured out? Yes, I did. Everything is taken care of, which was a huge relief off my shoulders. That's awesome. How did you guys end up playing on the same team? I mean, was it something that you guys were working out together or, or sort of how did that happen? No, we were <laughs> playing together at all. Like, um, I don't even know how it came about. I just, like, texted Chris um, and was like, you know, I just wanted to, like, let you know first that, like, I'm about to sign soon, like, to a team in Iceland, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, Raj texted me and was like, Hey, like, I heard, like, you're going to sign to, like, a team in Iceland. Do you know, like, what team? And then um, it was either me or her that said kind of like, and we're like, no way. We're, like, on the same team, which is really exciting just for kids. Like, like we were friends, we know each other, and just, you know, play with each other again was really fun to hear. Yeah. And it was really funny, too, because, like, we didn't have the same agent. Like, we definitely completely different agents. Like, we didn't even, like, realize that we were talking to the same team until we were already about to sign. So it was, like, already kind of like, oh, I'm already signing. But, like, wait, you're playing here, too. Wait, that's insane. So then we asked agents if they could talk to the coach. And then we even talked to the coach, too, about having us possibly then be roommates in Iceland, which would be awesome. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I like made the joke to her. I was like, "Hi, it just took us to like move countries to finally like play together." <laughs> because she came here in like spring of 2020, and then like obviously like COVID happened. Yeah. So then like we didn't have a season till spring, but that fall I broke my leg, so I still didn't really like play that much with her. So like now this is gonna be the most I've played with her in Iceland, which is like. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, Mimi. What did what do you think about just? Moving to a small town, different country. I know you you have been out of the country, so not quite the same as Caitlin, but what are you thinking about just making that move? Um, I'm definitely excited, like a new opportunity. Uh, definitely just a little nervous just because, like, it's somewhere new and I'm really, like, a homebody, which is weird because, like, I'm the one that goes from North Dakota to Montana to Africa. So, like, I don't know. I Like, I'm excited for, like, like... Um, the new opportunity. Uh, I know it's like beautiful there. Two of my friends played there last year. And so I'm excited for that aspect of things, but also I'm really going to miss my family and my friends. So there you go, 4015, an excerpt from the Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast. You can find that on all your various podcast hosting platforms. Thanks to Andrew Houghton, our producer here at ESPN Missoula, for putting that together. We'll feature those couple times a month, probably a little bit more often as the weather gets nicer. But I appreciate uh, those two young ladies for being with us here on ESPN Radio. It's Nuanas Now coming to you on 102.9 FM as well as SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're watching on YouTube, maybe you're streaming the show. Thanks for being here with us. Hour one of the books. Hour two coming at you. The best player I've ever covered in the Big Sky Conference is Cooper Cup.
He's proving to be one of the best players in the National Football League as well. And he is one of the betting favorites to win Super Bowl MVP. Why? Well, we caught up with a couple guys who used to coach against Cooper Cup. And a little retrospective on a whole variety of players with Big Sky Conference and Montana ties to the Super Bowl. Our ESPN Roundtable taking you all the way around the big game and its ties to both the Treasure State and the Big Sky Conference. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia when you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore. You can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 